Mothman. <laughs> Welcome to the Brain Boggle Podcast. Welcome. I am your benevolent B, Bobby, but I am a lowercase B. Yes, thank you very much. Sorry, I had to Did clarify. I am your bewildered B because I almost thought you weren't going to refer to yourself as the lowercase B, Brent. <laughs> um, I am your Jam and J, Jack. And we got a special guest with here today, uh, boyos. And it is not E. <laughs> it is I don't not have e. an adjective. Ben! <laughs> oh my god, you have B. three other people's adjectives to think of one. You need some alliteration. Hurry up. The b- 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 you have five seconds. Yeah. I can't take the pressure. <laughs> Wilting. You're the, you're Wilting the, on the pressure. Bewildered would have been good, but yeah, Ben's already took that. You're the Bjorn B. The baby Bjorn, Ben? Well, Bjorn means bear. Oh. Does it really? To the baby bear, Ben? Yeah, baby bear band. Well, yeah, we got Ben back on the pod. So What's up, been, Ben? It's been yeah. a while. Speak. It's been a while. Thank you. <laughs> it has been a while. Good and ben. He's right we're going to be it. talking about something very interesting today, boys. Are we? I'm now? scared. <laughs> I don't know what was that, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys, I told myself in my head that I wasn't going to reference it, but I immediately did. <laughs> what are oh. we talking about today? Why are you at? You're the, <sighs> you're the one bringing it to the table. Brent. Oh, me? We are talking about a little film called well, we're not talking about a film. film no we're talking about a film my guys <laughs> oh. what's it called <laughs> this is why i shouldn't have tasked yeah, yeah, well, brent see this is that was your mistake that is your fault you i want to hear this the to yourself. film i want to hear the film well there is a film we're going to be talking about but it's it's we're talking about mothman okay mothra mothman and from godzilla no not mothra yeah. mothra mothman mothman harold p. harold p mothman no, I don't oh. know what that is, but... Well, no, it's just something I say. My friends at home will get it. Oh, That's geez. cool. Classic Juicy J. But, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Mothman today. This is so. our first cryptid, boyos. Oh, my God. <gasps> Sound the cryptid alarm. <laughs> cryptid. Oh, so, it, I literally have a thing for this. Uh, I can't reach it. Splice it in. That's the Jack discovered that's the alarm, the vibra that we have slap. a vibra slap. So. Yeah, we just happen to have a vibra slap yeah. here in the studio with us, so don't worry about it. Oh, so, did someone say, Jack, play the vibra slap again? So, do you guys know? Wow. Play it good. Do you guys know what Mothman is? Have you? I mean, I know Brent. You know some stuff about Mothman, right? correct? I mean, he's like here, a Virginia thing, isn't he? Meet Virginia. Close. Here's the thing about the Mothman, right? Um, yes. He, he, there's a movie, The Mothman Prophecies, yes, that was based, based off a book. A book. Um, with Richard Richard Gears in the movie, I've seen the movie. It's and fucking, Laura Linney. It, it, yeah, and Laura, that's true. A Laura Linney appearance. She is in that movie. Underappreciated actress. Agreed. So give her some more parts, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, go watch Ozark. Hollywood. Go watch Listen Ozark. Yeah. Did they say go watch it or don't watch go it? Go watch it. I've heard it's Fair good. Enough. I haven't good. still not really watched My all of the second season. Who not, doesn't? Well, it's not necessary. Listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, watches Ozark. It's a good huh. show. It's fine. It's like a worse Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Worst, that's, yeah. That, that's worst a, Breaking Bad, though, is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Breaking Bad was a great show, so this is a pretty good show. Yeah, if you're well, bored. Yeah, so, I I mean, so I know the movie. The movie's kind of whack. Mm-hmm. Kind of whack with a capital <laughs> W-H. As Jack whacks his microphone. Exactly. That, that, that was great. No, we I planned that it. out. <laughs> well, we, Should I hit the I don't vibra guys, slap again? I don't know if you guys <laughs> know that. We, this, this podcast is entirely scripted. Everything that happens yes. is written to the word. Pre-written. This, but, is, um, this is one of your multimedia well, podcasts. We just found out that yeah. last week Bobby says we're at 10 minutes right as we get to 10 minutes. Yeah, that yes. was weird. Yeah. That was like, kind of weird. Literally, I'm like, okay, we're 10 minutes into the episode and Brent looks and it's exactly 10 minutes. Yes. Don't uh, know how I knew. Maybe it was a maybe just prophecy. Have, maybe oh, just the have variety. variety. time sense. Yes. Yeah, maybe. But 
That's pretty much all I know That's about all you Mothman. Know. Ben, have you ever heard of the Mothman? I have never heard of the Mothman. But you've heard of the Pigeon Man. Oh, I love Pigeon Man. <laughs> yeah, if any of us, <laughs> any, any of the listeners at home watch Hey Arnold, they'll remember the Pigeon Man, which is kind of like a spin of off of Mothman in a way. Really? Yeah. It's, uh. it's like supposed to be like this, like this cryptid uh, that people are like scared of kind of like this, like legend. But um, the Mothman moths? is real. No. Mothman. No. <laughs> you know anything about Mothman, Jack? He's from Virginia or West Virginia. West Virginia. West yes. Virginia. So, so where she was. <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm going to, what we're going to do is I'm going to tell you guys the story no. of Mothman. No. Yeah. And then, and the story uh, of Train. And the story of Train. And we're going to have to go through. Oh my God. Bro. We're going to have to go through <laughs> and just discover sort of more the, the actual history behind it and mm-hmm. uh, what happened after that. And then uh, some of the some of the other connections that we can make through other stories. Oh, similarly, <gasps> similar to Mothman. So cue the music. I'll cue the viber slap. Jack, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, we made a mistake by letting that stay in the yeah. studio before we hit record. Get, where is your fidget spinner? It's right in my hand. Okay. Hold on things. to that. I'm doing it. <laughs> hold on to that. Hold on to your butts. And let's go. And here we go. On November 12th, 1966, five men who were digging a grave at a cemetery near Clendenin, West Virginia, claimed to have seen a man-like figure fly low from the trees over their heads. This is often identified as the first known sighting of what became known as the Mothman. That would be a good place to do a virus slap. Yeah, would have yeah. been. <laughs> <laughs> it's <just> an accent. <laughs> we'll drop it in. But, uh. Shortly thereafter, on November 15th, which is my birthday, <gasps> the day after Ben's birthday. And uh, almost my mom's birthday, and which almost, is the 14th. Oh, oh my God. In two, in two weeks after my brother's birthday, which is the second. What? Again, connection? Maybe. He doesn't watch the podcast, though, so I'm going to stop shouting him out. Well, he can't watch it because it's an audio medium. I'll, I'll have hit you so hard, Brent. <laughs> We might get into a fight today with boys. Um, <laughs> fight, fight. Shortly thereafter, on November 15th, 1966, uh, so two ago. young couples from Point Pleasant, <laughs> Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve <laughs> yeah, and so Mary Mallet, told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red. Ooh, like a when wolf? The, yes. Probably was a wolf. When the car's headlights wolf. picked it up, they described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings, and it followed their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area. That's a lot of feet wings. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's a lot of... This is a, a, of a site of a former, of a former <laughs> world war. No, I imagine there's like... It's a, it's, there's a foot on point. the end of the wing, and he has 10 of them. He has 10-foot oh, oh, wings. Oh, I see. That's, that's <laughs> really weird. Nice. Um, I guess we know what the meme is going to be for this uh, post. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, yeah, um, basically it was just like former World War II munitions plant um, that it was like hanging out around. Interesting. And which now I think is like a protected forest of some sort. Um, but at the time, you know, it was just like a place where kids and teenagers would go and like hang out. So during the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed as the Shittipoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the That's heron. That's a great name for that heron. I, I looked up this heron and it like, 
doesn't really like exist. <laughs> the shit and poke. It doesn't exist. It's like it's not like, like a, a real thing. It's like a stick and poke, but like yeah. way yeah, worse. I, I do think that there was an actual heron. That it might have been like a native name for for a real heron. Um, what if it was a shoebill? <gasps> oh Dude. my god. Okay, context listeners. We have to we have to stop right here mm-hmm. in the story and just real quick. Okay, so uh, so about how the frightening shoe, shoebill storks are. Shoebill stork. They I'm live in Africa. Wait, yeah, what's a shoebill stork? I will pull up a picture they, for they're, you. They're like massive dinosaur birds, and they're the scariest animals on the face of the planet. Are they still alive? Are yes. They? Oh, yeah, they're oh. totally alive. They just look like big dinosaurs. I hate them with a burning passion. I feel like passion. Ben would want one. Why? Knowing, they're knowing so ben. freaking scary. Oh, I do. <laughs> they're so freaking scary, that's, dude. That's, um, that's like Big Bird or something. Look yeah, at that. that it was ben, like, oh, Ben wow. God, has it on the big screen. Look at how ugly their beaks are. Wow. No. That is horrifying to God, me. God, it stares just into your heart, and, into your soul. And, and Ben, it's funny you mentioned Sesame Street because this reminds me of like the end credits of Sesame Street when we were kids. <laughs> There's like this bird that comes in at the end. Baby bird. And it freaked me out. And this reminds me of that bird. I do not like it one bit. I, I like do it. not like it. Why? Shit. It's so scary. Crane. It's so freaking scary. Yeah, but I don't dude. think it was that. Um, but it's a could picture be. of it standing on two feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the scariest <laughs> one. Absolutely not, dude. But back to the story at hand. I hate story. I don't think it was a shoe, shoe bill stork. No, but uh, let's get back to the story. Back to Mothman. Back mm. to Harold P. Mm. Mothman. Mm. Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson his names I can't get over these names <laughs> that when he aimed a flashlight at the creature in a nearby field its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his german shepherd dog on the creature yeah so he was inside his house and there was some like weird like buzzing noises buzzing noises from the 60s like, yeah no no it was uh, his uh, his uh his lights and his TV. Yeah, but this was the 60s. And I know, but then his buzz back then. His TV screen shattered. What? Yeah. Oh. It exploded. And he basically like, well, that's what I heard in one of the stories. Huh. Uh, and then his dog stopped barking and he went outside and the dog was gone. Probably eaten by a gator. <laughs> no. In West this Virginia? West Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. Did gators? No. Yeah, I don't think so. It was eaten by the, the really hard to kill lizard. <laughs> <laughs> the hard Reference to, to our last episode. The hard which, to destroy uh, which, uh, reptile. Ben, you should listen to that episode. It's is really interesting. Uh, when it comes uh, out. Yeah, it's not it's out. Not it's not out yet. this recording. recording. <laughs> okay, so, so will to continue this, um, wildlife biologist Dr. Robert Smith at West Virginia University. Of the cure? <laughs> show me, show me, show me yes. something about Robert Mothman. Smith, Robert Smith <laughs> from The Cure. Uh, <laughs> and he told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill Crane. I, a large up, American friend. crane, almost as high as a man with a seven foot wingspan, featuring uh? circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. Oh. And that also- bird may have wandered its way out of its migration route. This particular oh. crane was unrecognized at first See, because it is not bird. native to this region. So it is very interesting because it Wait, is. Where's the where's the crane from though? Like how far did it have to go? Uh, geez, that is a good question. That's um, a very beautiful bird. That is a good question. Yeah, I gotta say it does not look very scary. It looks like many, uh, like no. majestic. A shoebill could eat probably three of those. Probably crane. Is yeah, there, probably because they're the worst. Um, I like it though. That crane? I yeah. like that crane. Yeah, that's a great like crane. That. I don't like the sh- That's a great crane. Hey, that's an A-plus crane right there. That's a good bird. Yeah. 
Okay, they they are uh, from Nebraska. <laughs> that's like far. Yeah, that's pretty far. Is from, it really uh, though from West Virginia? Is West Nebraska? Virginia is almost on the East Coast. Yeah, but Nebraska is just like middle of the country. It's yeah. It could be like a na- does it share a border? It might. I don't sure. know. I'm gonna pull I'm not up sure. a U.S. map. I don't think it shares. I'm gonna pull they, up a U.S. They map. don't teach geography very well in America. In case well, you're they, listening they, from outside of the states, I, I, Nebraska they, is. Uh, context, context. It's uh, it's like below South Dakota. Okay, so it's well, pretty that means, dang far. That means okay. nothing to me. It's pretty dang no, far. No, yeah, South Dakota. But like, are they like yeah, only in Nebraska, or are they like well, if they middle of the country in, in the north? Nebraska. If they if they migrate, they could go all over. You know, that's true. Um. That's yeah, true. Is this a flighted bird? I, I believe so. It's pretty far. Yeah, I was gonna say when he huh. said uh, South Dakota, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's they also live in Siberia, which is interesting. Oh, no. um, <gasps> huh. It's but, the Russians, man. But anyway, let's get back. It's let's the get Red back. Scare. So this creature would be seen throughout the next thirteen months in Point Pleasant, and it was estimated that there were over one hundred sightings within this time frame. So wow. that's pretty crazy, isn't well, it? That's a lot. Yeah. 100. Over 100 settings. Now, this kind of reminds me of... Uh, Mass hysteria? Or? The gasser. The mad gasser. Mm. Doesn't the it? Mattoon. Mad gasser, Mattoon. Mad gasser. So the we, mad gasser, we had an Mattoon. episode where we talked about mass hysteria. Mm. Uh, and Brent brought one of these stories to the table about mad gasser of Mattoon. Yeah, this happened, I believe, in Illinois, if I'm remembering Mattoon, correctly. Illinois. Co- correctly, during around... Uh, the Mattoon. War- Mattoon. Mattoon. During the World War II era... And uh-huh. basically what was happening is people, there was this report of like people wake up in the middle of the night and like all of a sudden like being partially paralyzed and stuff and being uh-huh. like smelling like a weird smell in their homes and being like, oh my God, what's going on? And then over time, like it progressed and progressed where people were like, yeah, I saw a person like wearing a gas mask and they had a machine and were putting gas into my home and it made me paralyzed and it like kept getting more and more extreme over the course of like a month wow. and then it just stopped stopped out of nowhere and there was no actual evidence that anyone was actually poisoned by anything yeah so which led people to believe that this might have been some sort of weird mass hysteria case now if only if only this Mm. was mass hysteria yeah you would think it would stop there right this story goes much deeper okay this story you know if it if it all ended there it might get lost as some kind of urban legend that just like happened and maybe people would forget about it forget um, Forget about but it didn't stop Forget. there. This is where things start to get weird. Oh, so now they're going to get weird. That, that, all that other weird. stuff is just pedestrian. Stuff, that's that's run of the mill. Yeah, so, let's get weird with it. In December, on December fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. That's close to my birthday. Your birthday is December twenty-seventh. <laughs> this is the birthday episode. <laughs> that's like within four months of my birthday. <laughs> oh my god! My birthday's in a year from that. <laughs> It's a like year from that would be the same day. I know. Yeah, that's no. what that was the point. Oh, nice. Okay. So, <laughs> in December fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven, which is a year after the first sightings, okay, the collapse of the Silver Bridge and death of forty-six people in Point Pleasant. Now, I, I actually did well, hear about this. Yeah. When I was think this? This maybe was in the movie or mentioned this in the was, movie. This was mentioned in the movie. Yeah. This sounds in, super familiar. Now, in the movie, it's a little bit more, uh, kind of like paranormal and that uh, the mothman supposedly uh would like deliver messages to people huh. very specific like like there was a character in the movie that was like 46 46 and then 46 people died mm-hmm. um kind of it was kind of like knowing that's so Nicolas weird Cage, where, like, well, why why yeah. would the mothman like generate this kind of like why the mothman prophecies like why would yeah. he be the prophet 
Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, we'll get into like the sort of like symbolism of the Mothman later. Um, but yeah, it's it's very strange that this kind of like came about. But like the store, the book was written um, by someone. I, I, we'll get to that. But the book was written by it, someone it was about definitely written by someone. It was it was written, it by, was someone, written by someone um, about like real events that happened that were supposedly like, you know, showing proof that the Mothman, the Mothman. was a was a prophet in a way interesting um, okay it's a prophetic thing Weird. tell me more about this bridge collapse okay so basically uh 46 people died and the incident gave rise to the legend and connected the mothman sightings to the bridge collapse because it was sort of like at the peak of the mothman sightings um there appeared to be nothing wrong with the bridge up until this point and it was built like right when like suspension bridges were like and sort of invented or like huh. became popularized in America. Mm-hmm. And it was built out of steel. People called it the aluminum bridge, but it wasn't made of aluminum. It was just painted. Did aluminum. they call it the steel bridge, the silver bridge? They called it, it was like the silver bridge, but like, it's also known as like the aluminum bridge. Just like, any it's, metal it's got, the they kind of just called it that, but called the palladium bridge. But it was, it. it was aluminum and people, some people think, Oh, well that aluminum bridge. Oh, well that's why it, it fell apart because it wasn't, it was made it of was aluminum. Steel. No, it was made of steel. Sean. It was just painted with aluminum, aluminum layer of coating. Oh. Um, and it was built the same time as like a bunch of other suspension bridges in the area that all completely were fine. Nothing happened to yeah. them. Um, and so like, you know, I, I watched this like 30 minute documentary on like the bridge and, and how like trying to explain why of just it collapsed, this bridge of just the bridge. Wow. And this has nothing to do with the Mothman, the, this documentary. And it was just like explaining how it was a weird phenomenon where like people don't know why it collapsed. It just kind of did. Um, and so that was kind of like the first strange thing to happen. But after this event, the Mothman sightings stopped completely. Wow. Yeah, so that was kind of one of the weirder things. Hmm. Yeah, like this, this, there was the peak of the Mothman sightings. Hundreds of people have seen it. And then all of a sudden, this, this disaster happened and the Mothman disappeared. Maybe he was under the bridge. Wow. He got <laughs> yeah, hey, that's where he drew some blood. So, yeah, the, yeah <laughs> under the bridge downtown. No, but now, see, the first thing that comes to mind, and all jokes aside, the first thing that comes to mind for me, you know, is that. This is some sort of, you know, with all the sightings coming to a fever pitch before this, you know, this is could be a little bit of a mass hysteria situation right. or, you know, whatever mass hallucination, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then this sort of like snap to reality moment of this bridge collapse or whatever is what kind of like makes people distracted by yeah. it and mm-hmm. kind of kicks them out of this. Like people aren't thinking they had something else to think about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or that's, worry about. Yeah. Exactly. That's that, that's where my mind went first. No, that's where mine all my mind also went first. Until I started seeing some other connections. Oh. Uh, that uh it makes it kind of weird <laughs> as to to why this this uh happened. So all encounters with the Mothman that we had heard up until this point were relatively harmless. I mean he didn't hurt anyone. Except the 46 people on the bridge. Well, here's the, th- here's the uh, question about uh, that. Was the Mothman the cause of the collapse? Or was he trying to warn them uh, that the collapse was coming? That, yeah, Jack's got some pictures of like, the Mothman. Artistic renditions. What, there's a they statue. have a statue there's in the actual statue. town. It's mainly for like the movie, I think. They make a lot of money off Mothman uh, like merchandise. In As you do. Pleasant. I mean, you got to monetize, yeah, guys. You got to monetize. to monetize. Apparently, you one of the simply sh- must. One of the coffee shops sells like little cookies with like red eyeballs or like gumballs that's or cute. something. Yeah, that's cute. So we anyway, go get one. 
We're going to connect some Mothman sightings. We're going to we're going to go beyond Point Pleasant. Okay. And we're going to look at some some of the other Mothman sightings that have uh, have been reported. On September 10th, 1978, a group of miners in Freiburg, Germany, came face to face with a seemingly headless creature uh-huh. with glowing red eyes on but, its chest, uh-huh. blocking the mine's entrance. At first, they thought it was a, a man in a trench coat, but they quickly realized it was not a coat, but large black wings. The men remained in the mine entrance, stunned and staring at the creature until it let out a blood-curdling screech. I hate that. Which sent the miners scrambling out. About an hour later, the men felt a seismic rumble and witnessed a plume of dust shoot from the mines as it collapsed. If the men had gone into their stations in the mine as usual, the majority of them would have died. When was this? This was in uh, 1978. Ah, uh, so it's later. Yes. Mothman's on a mission. Yeah, so this was the first one I read that was kind of like, wait, oh, that's interesting. And there's, uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but there's other creatures who fit this like same description huh. that I found with my own research not, that that had almost nothing to do with Mothman. Maybe not a moth, but an angel. Yes. Mm. Some people think that it could be an angel. Um, but there, here's the next story. The Mothman tried to warn people of the Fukushima disaster. What? That, that, that was the nuclear power plant meltdown. I know it was. Okay. I it was just like, how, though? The way you said it, it was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so the, the Marcus, the, Mar- the Marcus, Marcus Pules, an American visiting Japan, was out with a friend near Fukushima plant when suddenly they heard a loud whooshing sound and a terrible <laughs> screeching. I do. The scree- screeching is so... Sc- no, yeah. I hate it. We gotta it. get the noise in there. <laughs> As they looked back so towards much. the plant, they saw a figure that... Pules described as large and black from a distance. From the distance I was at, it looked to be sitting on top of one of the squared shaped buildings. It sat there for about five seconds, then unfurled a large set of what could only be described as large black wings. The creature took flight flying in a circle uh, around the plants a few times before coming closer to them. That's when I noticed the two large red eyes. They seemed to glow from within and with a blood red hue. They were unblinking in the three and four seconds that we saw them. We knew that we were looking that they were looking straight at us. We saw we knew this creature knew we could see it and it made no attempts to disguise itself. So, again, it was like not really causing any harm in this story. It was just there. Yeah. And flying around. And the, the, the screech, the screech keeps coming back. And that was uh, something I kept finding was like this, like, like, you know, that's exactly what it sounded like. They have yeah. a recording of it. Yeah. No, oh, sick. Yeah. Let's play it now. <laughs> so Sorry, please, please, it's please. Kind of clickery to me. me yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, I pictured it being more high pitched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was. It was probably more high pitched. But this one, we'll this next one, post. Yeah, <laughs> this next one is a little uh, is a, is a little bit more sensitive because it's more recent. But uh, oh. this one is uh, about nine eleven. Oh, oh boy! So Mothman was hanging around the twin towers the week of nine eleven attacks. So this is just like uh, reported sightings from people that. Uh, they saw a large black winged creature fly near the Twin Towers. And uh, it was kind of like the day of the attack. So, like, I mean, Mothman, you're you're running late here. <laughs> I mean, like, now, why? Should why? probably be there earlier. Now, for that one, I just got to ask, like, when did these reports come in? Oh, this like, one, this one is super, like, pre-9-11 vague. or 
after 9-11 because it's after 9-11 i gotta then, be like okay come on then, come no, on saying no it's saying it's between the two the two towers falling no no no. when did the first report of mothman actually like what wait uh, this, confu- this, this story myself. is saying that the reports happened uh oh, between the between two towers. The attacks okay yeah which oh. is kind of like you know what i read about the other day what um the uh the owner of the property <laughs> of the twin towers um tried to sue like the government or the insurance company um claiming that he should actually his insurance should have paid out double because it was technically he he his argument that that it was two attacks and not one attack um he lost the case oh yeah it was was ruled as only one i mean he's concerned about the wrong thing here i think yeah it was was i mean it's hard for me to ever be in favor of the insurance company i say get your money yeah but uh get your money also, yeah, that's yeah. yeah it's it's eh, a little it's eh, a little eh, a little I don't weird, love it. a little morally gray. Yeah. Now this is uh I'll, I'll just read this one last one. There's a bunch of them, but here's here's the last one I'll read. So the Mothman is believed to have been around the worst nuclear accident in history. Throughout sure. 1985, many scientists and other workers at the nuclear power plant in Chernobyl, Ukraine, claimed to see a huge black bird-like creature with the body of a man flying around the plant. Those who saw the red-eyed beast also reported a series of strange, harassing phone calls and a string of nightmares leading up to the disastrous explosion in April 1986. So, uh, that's, uh... I wonder if they cover that in the show. I haven't this watched it. This man is clearly delusional. Update on me and Brent's Chernobyl Chernobyl. Still haven't started list. it yet. It's uh, really still good. Still haven't moved really past good. episode one. <laughs> I so, know, I know. I just saw so Stranger Things, so I'll probably get to that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I, I want to see. I got Chernobyl. so much. I got. I guess. I, I dude. I just started watching like Giver, uh, the bio boosted armor because it looked interesting on Funimation. It's just different animes. Yeah, again, dude. Mm. That's all I go. Anime is 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 the best form. Of Have you watched um, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells That You Lift? I've looked at it, but I don't think I ever want to watch it. <laughs> Wait, isn't isn't it, it? It's like it's like it's about like just like a bunch of weightlifters, isn't it's it? It's an anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> of course it's an <laughs> anime. Have you heard of the uh, what's it called? The slime. The day I turned into a slime. Yeah, we watched. it. Yeah, like, I saw that, but it's really confusing because no one's slime. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what do you mean, no one is slime? The guy turns into slime. Oh, he does turn it. Oh, I thought you meant in real life, no one's slime. I was no, like, yeah, we literally watched the sequence where he turns into a slime. The whole show's about him being the slime. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Maybe I'm thinking of another <laughs> show. Maybe I'm thinking of another show. <laughs> but where, what were we talking about? Mothman? Yeah, Mothman. Mothman. Yeah, sorry, I get distracted. Oh, the yeah, Chernobyl. Yeah, so Chernobyl is the last one, and there's a lot more in there. Um, now, I don't know how accurate these reports actually are. But if any of them are true, if I had to take a stab, probably ten percent accurate. But that's still, you know, kind of interesting um, that that all these people reported like very similar uh, thing. Now, you could argue that you know maybe they heard about Mothman and saw the Mothman prophecies or whatever, and everyone's like, "Oh, I saw the Mothman before this event," so that one's kind of like. Okay, how much do we really believe these people? Yeah, it's well, when did the Mothman prophecies like, come out, though? That is a good question. I um, feel like that it's definitely later than 2005. 2002. Is it really that yeah. recent? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta be honest, it feels older than that, but... 2002. What about the book? It's at 1975. Um, okay, so the book is the a little bit older. Old. Yeah. So, now, I was doing my research here, and... uh. 
I, I was finding some other cryptids that were kind of intriguing to me that if at surface didn't seem like like they reminded me of the Mothman. But once I started reading the stories, I was like, hmm, this is kind of strange. So Mothman sightings have been associated with other cryptids, gigantic thunderbirds with gray bodies and red heads that oh, were sighted in the same area at the same time by a few witnesses, which is interesting. So that's another cryptid that like people keep saying thunderbirds this giant from, thunderbird. Like, Southern talking like America. That yeah. sort of situation. Well, that's what I know. That's what I know thunderbirds as. Yeah. As like yeah. South American uh, cryptids. They're not cryptids? No, they are. They are cryptids. Okay. Well, not yeah, they're yeah. not technically cryptids. They're technically like mythical creatures. That yeah, that are like right. when is it not like it, a cryptid a cryptid is like it, cryptozoology is like, oh, it's an animal that people claim exists, but we just don't have proof of. Um, right. A mythical animal is more like like, like a unicorn is a mythical animal, yeah. but not a cryptid. Right. Because no one claims that it exists. Yeah. Right. It's like it's acknowledged than, that it's, uh, it's more it's like a ba- legend sort of myth. It's, it's basically just the time thing. frame. If unic- if the if the concept of a unicorn was invented nowadays, it would be a cryptid as opposed yeah. to a mythological being. Uh, like, yeah. like it's just, just because not they're enough. older and <laughs> yeah. so they're like, oh well those aren't real, but like yeah, the, old older generations the swamp stupid. thing is you could argue that like certain cryptids could be like defined as like mythical creatures that like you know like Loch Ness monster. There are a lot of people who just are like yeah that's that's a mythical creature. But there are some people who are like looking well, Loch Ness for it. is weird because it's based on a real thing. Uh, was it a plesiosaur? Yeah, it's basically what's right. supposed to be, which was something that really did exist at one yeah. point in the history are of the Earth. That but, the Loch Ness monster is the Leviathan from the Bible, or am I, I just mean, making that up? I'm sure there I, is somewhere. Have, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one, but I'm I'd be upset now if there wasn't one because I want that to be an yeah. existing theory. one that we were talking about earlier today that was interesting. We were talking about Krakens. Yes. And how like we yeah. actually do have proof now that like I there missed are... this conversation. Yes, yeah, so it was oh yeah, it was us three upstairs. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. but like what the hell? There are Sorry, you know, yeah. there's proof in videos of giant of squid. Humongous squids. In- colossal squid. Colossal squid. Yeah, and colossal squid. It's interesting because I remember growing up, it was like this myth. It was like this, oh, the Kraken, yeah, giant the squids, Kraken. Giant squids were myths. Yeah. yeah. And then well, all okay. of a sudden, they're A colossal fast. squid is still far from being large enough to tear, like, a ship down. Right. Well, with, that's where, to me, I'd the game of, like, telephone comes in. Yeah, but... Where it's like, if you saw something huge, yeah, yeah, and you started like, telling your friends, like, oh, I saw this... It's like a yeah. fisherman's tale yeah, kind of thing, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just one of those examples of something that we discovered that we didn't think existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does exist. So Mothman, real, confirmed. Confirmed. We but, confirmed it here, folks. Let's talk about some of the other other things that that are associated. Associated cryptids. Owlman. Like from Watchmen? That's kind of what I was no. thinking. Yeah, no, that's from exactly Watchmen. what I thought when I first heard it too. But no, Owlman is an identical creature with wings and red eyes sighted in Cornwall, England in 1976. There wasn't any kind of event here. That's the year um, the book see, this came is out. So, see, this is now, the year after the book came out. This actually, is so yeah. confirmation bias now. <laughs> Maybe they read the book. Because they're only like, if it was a disaster, people would, if it was a prem- before a disaster, people would be saying that it's a Mothman sighting. But what if he actually prevented the disaster? Yeah. And like, you know, something could have happened that he actually succeeded with for once. Because he's just, pretty bad at his job. We just hear about the all case. the other ones. Why would he think? Why would the Mothman think? Oh, 
I couldn't stop people from this bridge collapse. I'm going to try to stop people from a national tragedy instead and see if that gives me any more success. Well, this is all assuming that he's a good guy. Mm. He could be. He could be the cause of the of the disasters. Oh, and he just failed to. He just moves on to the next disaster he's going to cause. Yeah, like like uh, not to bring it to uh, Dragon Ball Super (laughs) as usual, Mm -hmm. but uh, there's a character in in that show where he his whole job is to destroy things. He's to destroy your god, and so yes, Lord Beerus. And it's interesting to think that like okay, like this could be like some kind of like destroyer demon. Like it just like its job is to destroy things. It's and just, so a, it's just an angry God. It shows huh. up and like things just go wrong, Anger of the which gods. would explain the, uh, the lack of evidence as to why the bridge fell. Um, I guess so, but anyway, let's talk about some of the cryptids. shit bridge. Hmm. Let's talk about some of the cryptids. So we have owl man, uh, is the first one. This one's shorter. Hmm. The story originated when Tony shells, shields, I don't know, British, <laughs> claims to have investigated a report of two young girls on holiday in Maunan who saw a large winged creature hovering above the tower of St. Maunan and St. Stephen's Church. Maunan? How many times did I say this word that I don't know how to say? On April 17th, 1976, according to, the most, according to most versions of the story, the girls identified as June and Vicky and were so... Frightened. Just June and Vicky. Yeah, June and Vicky. By the sight of a large feathered birdman that their father, Don, immediately cut short their family holiday after hearing their tale. According to Shields, one of the girls provided him with a drawing of the creature, which he dubbed Owl Man. The story was subsequently related in a pamphlet entitled Morgar, the Monster of Falmouth Bay, and Anthony Peller which circulated throughout Cornwall in 1976. According to Shields, Owlman was reported again on the 3rd of July by two 14-year-old girls identified as Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry, who were aware of the Owlman tale. According to the story, the two girls were camping when they were confronted by a big owl with pointed ears as a big as big as a man with glowing eyes and black pincer-like claws. I, I found the Owlman and... I, I started stumbling upon other cryptids and, and is that the owl man that you just pulled up? Or this is, is the um, drawing that the girl did. Oh. Wow. So yeah, as you can pretty, see, pretty hmm, that's a pretty good kind drawing. of similar to our Mothman here. Now this next one, I couldn't find any connection with it and Mothman. Um, but I started reading the stories and it's some things started to sound very familiar uh, so this is like a completely separate thing that I that I stumbled upon. Okay, so this is the grinning man. Cue the creepy and eerie music. At this point, I feel like the creepy, eerie music has just been going this whole episode. <laughs> but this is really creepy. So this is where it gets even worse. Now okay. it's creepy. Our world is full of stories of normal everyday folk who, while living their daily lives, happen to have an encounter with something unknown, something unnatural, <gasps> something that defies. Rational logic and reason. That sounds like an SCP. It does, doesn't it? Whether it be strange lights in the night sky, an animal or creature that is not known to the modern mainstream science. I could really use a wish right now. Or an encounter (laughs) with a ghostly apparition or phantom-like being. Stories have been and will continue to be told by people who perhaps by chance 
had a run-in with something they can't easily explain or comprehend. In the last 60 years, a small number of stories have been reported of encounters with a strange humanoid creature that many perceive as malevolent and has become linked with the enigmatic world of UFO folklore. I did. I read it. Right? <laughs> good job. Good I think job, I know. Bobby. I'm starting to think that I actually know about this one. You a do. Bit. I think. Man. Yeah. This is called the Grinning Man. I hate that. For in all of the encounters had with this being, one element stands out as the most memorable: the maniacal grin. This being has on its face when it is seen. The Grinning Man was apparently first encountered in 1966. Hmm. Does that year? Does that uh, year sound familiar, guys? Is that wow. the, uh, that's the Mothman? That's the, that's first the Mothman collapse. sighting? Yeah. That's, uh, that's the Mothman sighting. That's 19, the first Mothman. <laughs> 1967 was the collapse. Hmm. According to John Keel, the paranormal investigator who would bring another famous cryptid, Mothman, to the world's attention, in his book, 1970 book, Strange Creatures from the Time and Space, Keel relates what is considered to be the first recorded modern encounter with this man with the sinister smile. It involved two boys walking along a street in New Jersey, which is near West Virginia. In October 1966, the boys were walking in the same area that earlier that day, a woman had reported being chased by a tall green man. Mm. And the two were nervous about the story. They were to report later that they saw perhaps the same man standing behind a fence in some brush, looking at a house across the road from the boys. The being was behind them, and it was wearing a green one-piece suit that reflected the street lights nearby. It noticed the boys looking at him, turned and began to smile, a grin that stretched from ear to ear. Having elongated eyes, the boys could not make out whether the creature had ears, a nose, or hair. That same night, miles away, reports of a bright white UFO began filtering into the police, and several officers reported reportedly saw the object themselves hovering near a local reservoir. Many began to claim the encounters were linked, perhaps correctly assuming the being was an alien stranded or was being sought after by the UFO. So yeah, uh, look up the Grinning Man because it's pretty creepy. Yeah, we've been like looking at pictures basically Yo, yeah. the entire time you were reading this. me out, bro. That's the scariest Yeah, one. so so what That's was weird? Definitely the creepiest. What was picture. weird about this one to me was like I found it separately from the Mothman, but it turns out like the same author John Keel, who wrote the Mothman prophecies, mm-hmm. also wrote about this story in his book. Interesting. Um, and so. It also was like interesting to me that it took place in New Jersey. Like all these weird events of like sighting like these creatures. Mm-hmm. Also apparently a musical. Oh really? Interesting. All these weird events happened in the same like area in the United States and it just got me really thinking like of what could explain this. If it if it were not to be like mass hysteria or like humans like just kind of like freaking out about nothing, which is mass hysteria, what other explanations could there be for the Mothman and the Grinning Man, Owl Man, just things like this? So I wrote down a couple things that I thought okay could be. Tell me about missing anything. 
could be an alien. <clears throat> um, there is a story of oh, I forget exactly what it's called, but there was a man with a with a with a massive facial deformity, and it was um, I forget where it was. I forget. like the real life story. Yes, uh, he, this was real Rocky. life. No, it was called like the Green Man or something, Rocky. or the Radioactive Man. I don't know. It was so he. Oh, I know what you're talking so about. So there were legends of this like monster that would like walk around at night in this area. Um and there were tons and tons of rumors and everyone was look went searching and one night they found him and they took a picture of him and it, he he was real and it turns out that he was just a he, deformed man. He was just a guy that Is had the elephant man? No, not the elephant man. He had a huge deformity like his face was like complete like it did not look like a human face in the slightest. And so I was thinking of Rocky Dennis. And so he would he would walk around at night um, because he was so like ashamed of his like face that he would didn't want to go out during the day. Nope. This is Rocky Dennis, deformed gotcha. face. He's the guy that um, what's his face is based off of? Is he not? What? There's a there's a mask? movie there's a movie about him. There's a movie where there's a character based off. Yeah, of him. mask. Yeah. Is it mask? Yeah. Like, not like the mask. No, it's called mask. Oh. Um. But yeah, I've I've definitely seen something about that before. Um. But that that is interesting. So I mean, I was thinking could be an alien. Okay. Could be a demon. All right. That check like, check. Like, like we had talked about going with, down like, the list. Sure. Uh, with coming coming like causing these. It was the green things. man. It was the green was man. Was the green man? Look up the green man. I want to see what this looks like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Could be a time traveler. Time traveler. Now okay. this one popped into my head. I was reading as I was reading these. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what if like time travel was like not like we thought it was and and once you come back you can only come back in time like through like a weird like phasey like kind of like a like a broken uh signal yeah like you're like coming in and out and you're trying to warn someone of something and it just like doesn't work i mean that don't that could explain like you don't know why the mothman comes back before the big event because it's like oh they're time traveling to try and prevent something but it just doesn't work or, mm. or whatever okay um so that was just one of them an angel oh like jack had said earlier yeah because it's got the wings and stuff it's got the wings maybe angels just aren't what we thought they were well yeah or this could be like or this these creatures were more prevalent in the past and then our interpretation of them is what became angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last thing I thought is something more paranormal is that the Mothman could be a ghost mm-hmm. um, from the other side. Okay. Who shows up to... From the other side. To haunt mm-hmm. people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. But I want to know what you guys think about I, dude, this whole story. I just think that it's just... Like people seeing things that they think they're seeing. I genuinely think it's probably, they're probably seeing some kind of animal because a lot of animals have reflective eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, like is like wolves and mountain lions and any kind of cat, mm-hmm. any kind of canine. They all uh-huh. have reflective eyes. So mm-hmm. it's probably just that. And then they were seeing shadows or something and got scared. Remember when I mentioned earlier in the story, the TNT like abandoned like military yeah. site. Yeah, sure. So I did hear in one of the stories that like some people think that there could have been like um 
radioactive like waste that was like the reason that's a nature preserve now is because like they poisoned the water um mm-hmm. and so there is a theory too that that it could be like a uh some kind of like mutated animal that just like grew too big or something and that's where it started okay so the first sightings were actually like a legit like creature mm-hmm. um and then it kind of like snowballed into like these fake stories that right that were like created by mass hysteria mm-hmm. so i could maybe see that maybe yeah. <clears throat> but like it's just weird that there's so many different sightings you know it was probably the government putting lsd <laughs> in the water source <laughs> somebody oh. poisoned the water hole somebody <laughs> put lsd in my boot <laughs> um, if I had to guess, it's probably government. The government did a lot of stuff with LSD. Mm. We got to do one on MK Ultra. One we should do one on MK Ultra. Um, maybe this is just an LSD thing. Anytime anything, it like, was the sixties. I was gonna say any anything like pre seventy five. Um, I just assume it was the government being shady. Mm. Um, because like that's when they really didn't care mm. about the uh, like the people, right? It, it is interesting to me, though, like that mm. there are multiple different versions of this in different areas of the world. Yeah, that does kind of make it a little more interesting. I think so too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I as far as this, whether this thing is like an actual harbinger of doom or whatever, yeah. I'm not so sure about that. But I could believe that maybe people are seeing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually a Mothman, a Mothman. or just like what Jack was saying, some sort of this, an animal or some form that... What if it's you, a giant bat? Yeah, maybe. Batman? A Batman? A Batman. The Batman? Man, man bat? Did you know that there's man bat? I'm sure Bobby yeah. knew about man yeah, bat. Yeah, I, I knew that. When yeah. I look at Mothman, it Wild. really reminds me of man bat a lot. Man bat? Yeah, uh, so Batman, one of his first... Uh, bad guys uh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. a uh, a failed science experiment where a guy is a scientist is trying to like better the human like genome as they do and screws up and, yeah, and he becomes yeah, yeah, a man yeah. bat instead of Batman. I remember and that guy. He, he does look a lot like the descriptions of Mothman actually. Um, oh, that man bat, man bat in the Arkham games. Was oh, really, it's so it's scary! Really it's scary. a jump scare. Yeah, and then uh, there's a DLC. There's a there's a hidden uh, feature in the game where if you play Arkham Knight on Halloween, there's a, a hidden little DLC where the game triggers a, uh, a mini story. Uh, the the man bat breaks out of his cell and he like flies around and you got to like go out and get him again. There's it's it's actually really, really cool. Um because no one knew about it. They just put it in the game. And so a bunch of people discovered it on Halloween, like, like after already beating the game. Huh. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Um, and you have to play it on Halloween. You have to. I mean, you can also like change your PlayStation settings to say that it's Halloween and then yeah. just do it. Oh, he's so which is what scary. I did. But he is a jump scare. Like you're, you're flying around the city and he'll just like pop his head out. and like. Ah. Go, but there's that screech again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it did remind me of man bat. Um, dude, it's so I hate. I don't know so much. I don't know if I believe Mothman. Personally, I don't, I don't believe Mothman. Personally, I don't think I believe Mothman. But I do think it is interesting. Uh, I do think some that some of the people that actually witnessed these things saw something 
like Brent said. Well, I just obviously don't they know. saw something, but was that thing shadows? Was it animals? I don't know what it was. Was it a demon from hell? I don't sure know. Sure as hell was a Mothman. I don't believe, I have a hard time believing in cryptids in general. Um, yeah. Which is funny because like, like last episode, I'll, like I was talking about how I just want life to be interesting. Yeah. And I want there to be cool things in life. But like, I just don't believe in cryptids because like they would have been found out by now. Yeah. You know? I don't know though. I mean, especially ones that live in the ocean to me. Uh, well, have a be, lot be easier of a time hiding in the ocean. I love I love a good sea monster. Sea monsters are cool. <laughs> yeah. The ocean is terrifying, and because like, we its we creatures are terrifying. We don't yeah. know a lot about our own oceans, so I think if there are cryptids out there, they could exist in the oceans. The other one I kind of believe, not gonna lie, the yeti. I think the yeti. Mm. I think the yeti. There's a chance. That the Yeti exists, no even if it's way. literally just some kind of weird gorilla that like lives in the Himalayas. There's no like logically, there's no way because, dude, people, it, you know, how hard it is to get to the top of of uh, Mount Everest. Not that hard. It's extremely hard. Yeah, but there's so much documentation of it, and like literally, this past like twenty seven people die every pa- year. This past season. They had to like shut down. There were so many people climbing Mount Everest that they had to like. Yeah, and they die. Wait. Yeah, no, because they were waiting around, not because they're actually climbing it. And so my point is, is that like people have been up there mm-hmm. and like, like unless there's some sort of weird like creature that can live under the snow, it's just so unlikely. So there's so many mountain ranges though. Logically, one creature or a small group couldn't survive as a species. They would die off. So they would have to live. I think like the actual that de- like the you need a, at least like a hundred in order for you to have like a decent mm. breeding group. Maybe they live in Agartha. Um, maybe they do live in Agartha. But the thing is, got you is there, Jack. Yeah, got you there. So unless mm. they're unless they're in Agartha, it just to me that the, the 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 complete lack of of hard evidence of these because they it, in order for it to exist at all, it would have to be exist in a group of things. I want to believe in the Yeti so bad. <laughs> We're going to do an episode on the Yeti. We're going to do an episode Yeti. on the Yeti. I really love the idea of the Yeti. I think it's so cool that there could be this like giant, like, like primate type creature. Ravenous beast. Now, do I you would, think the I Yeti is an big. interdimensional traveler? Is the question. What? I guess we should save that for the pod. There are That's some a people, thing? There are some people who believe that Sasquatch, Yeti, Bigfoot are actually like interdimensional beings. Well, I would explain That's why, why we haven't been able dumb. to find them. Because uh, uh, they can just like sploop, slip in between. <laughs> Planes of existence. That's so creepy. They can go in the we'll space definitely have in to between. Do it f- What's it called f- from God of War? Oh, oh the, the, the 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 bridge, the, the realm between realms, the yeah. realm between realms. You know? yeah. Um, I pers- my favorite Yeti is a uh, skunk ape. Skunk, <laughs> skunk ape? ape. I like skunk ape. Skunk ape. It's from, it's, skunk from ape. it's from the southern United States. Naturally. Yeah, I don't know. Cryptids are cool to me. I, I kind of agree. Like, if it's not from the ocean or if it's not Yeti, I usually don't believe it. Yeah, I think we're coming to the end of our our Mothman pod. Yeah. So moral is, the moral is we don't know, but probably not. Mothman, eh, Mothman we don't know. I did undecided. so much. I did so much research, and yeah. can I be honest? Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, in the Mothman, there's there's a lot of theme. There's there's this common theme with like doing research on something that you like hear about a lot. That's like hyped up, and that it's like once you actually dig into it. Once you actually dig into it, you realize it's not that deep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. uh 
I don't know. I found that like a couple times now. I'm like, like the Hollow Earth one. Like I have to do a, like a lot of extra research to try to like piece the story together. Yeah, or like Atlantis didn't have that much. Yeah, you get surprised. Like I wanted to do one on the on this topic, the Land of Ta, which if we run out of topics, I might do again. But it's yeah. like there's like nothing on it. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Um, but it kind of starts to to show how like just because you hear of something doesn't mean that there's like a lot there behind it. You know? Right. So. Not- not a lot of fruit in them looms. Yeah. <laughs> what so, does that even mean? Um, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, thank you so much to our sponsor, ExtraFi. We're doing the ExtraFi. ExtraFi. Go Coming check them in out. in the clutch, ExtraFi. Yes, they got some you. cool keyboards. They got some cool mice. Anytime I was searching up images, I was typing on an ExtraFi keyboard. And let me just say, nice, nice they're, keyboard. They're really nice. Great really uh, nice. PC, uh, Mac gaming gear. Yes. So for all you elite, elite hackers out there who need your sweet gaming gear, go over to ExtraFi.com. Yes. That is spelled X-T-R-F-Y.com. Yes. Also... To support our show, mm. you can leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. That actually helps a lot more than you it think. Help, it helps us get seen. So yes. leave us some five stars. Write some reviews. We will yes. dramatically read it on air yeah, for do we you. Have any new ones? That's a great question. I haven't actually checked. Probably not. But we, um, we we haven't gone one in over a month, and I'm really a, upset with you guys. Please, it's been a while since I made like a really good plea. Been a while. Been a while. Been um, yeah, I haven't been, really been pleading been with the audience so much. So. We don't oh. want to be beggars, Brent. Right, beggars well, can't we be choosers. And we didn't have any. But we can check again. Yeah, nothing new. Because we recorded two in a row. Because yes. I'm going to California yes. the next week. Jack is taking a vacation, leaving the By the, the time you behind. hear this, I will be probably, well, I'll be, well, I'm coming back on the day that this episode is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we'll be back to the regular sketch. Yeah, so I don't mind saying that I'll be in California. Yes. As if as if we're popular enough for people to like even <laughs> yeah. like care. When you're there, when you're in California, spread the word. Give I'll out- tell everyone. Oh, I'll bring my brain boggle. I'll bring my brain boggle shirt. I'll make yeah. my dad bring his shirt. Yes, yes, absolutely. It'll be sick. Absolutely. And go check out our Patreon. Search Brain Boggled Podcast. Oh, you set it up, Bobby. Oh, no, I have no idea. I think it's. I think it's like, like brain boggled. Brain boggled is making podcasts, mm-hmm. but it's not like the name because, like, the way Patreon is set up, it will say like the like the the group and then what they're doing. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> I think it's brain boggled is like making podcasts. Just that is weird. brain boggled Patreon. I'm yes. sure it'll come out. You'll find it, and also check out our merch store at Teespring. Yeah. Teespring. It's in Merge our description. Teespring. Description of everything. All of our show notes. You can Google Brain Boggle Teespring and it comes up as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you have any meme ideas, please send them to us. Please send please. us meme ideas. Please send us episode ideas. Yes. Yeah, we're we're like slowly running out of episode ideas. I mean, we still have a lot. We still have a lot in the bag. But, but like, like, we're running out of the good ones. Yeah. And Ben, I know you wanted to do an episode. Yeah. On, uh, if you guys want to hear Ben's episode, uh, leave us a like and tell us that you want to hear Ben's episode. Yeah, mm. please do. Yeah. Give us a little hint of what that's about, Ben. I I wanted to talk about how Spy Kids 3 is in the Tarantino universe. (laughs) We'll talk about that. We'll talk about about that one. And maybe it'll come with a different topic. Maybe one that has substance. We'll talk about it. Yeah, no, I think that would be a great episode to do an episode about, like, uh, connected universes within media that you don't realize are connected. Yes. I feel like there's there's something to be gathered there. Yes. Because that one's legit. According to the Spy Kids guy. <laughs> and then there's other ones that are legit that you just don't know about. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. 
Um, but thank you so much for listening. We love our fans. Yes, thank you for thank you. Yeah, the numbers are the numbers are growing. It's up. strong. We appreciate all the the listens we're getting. Yeah, everyone, thank I'm you impressed. for supporting the pod. Uh, I think it's time for us to sign off now because we're all slowly running out of energy. Yeah, after so potting tired. two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. takes a lot of energy out of you yes. guys. All right, so um, I've been. I've been Let's do it in unison, Brent. Okay. I've been your lowercase b, Brent. And I've been your J, Jack. I hated that. And this has been the Brain Boggle Podcast. Thank you for listening. Are you not going to sign off, Are you going to sign off? Oh, yes, and sign off our special guest. I'll sign off. You gotta have some kind we of very poor example for signing up. Our special guest B, B Ben, Ben B. Thank you so much. And uh, signing off. Bye. I'm doing the slap again. Oh,